Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you are struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. So just a little bit ago, I had a message um, from somebody who had reached out for help and it was for her son, and, you know, I, I was seeing if her son still needed help, and we were trying to figure out the logistics of, um, you know, getting him into treatment, getting him some type of help, whatever that looked like for him, and unfortunately, she let me know that her son is no longer here, and that he passed uh, very recently, and you know, it just really got me thinking, uh, this is definitely not the first time that has happened. Um, but every once in a while this happens and it really just gets you thinking about life and just changes your perspective on, on some things. And, um, you know, this is the reality of addiction. This is the reality of what is going on when we are playing Russian roulette with our lives here. You know, uh, it doesn't matter if you are an alcoholic. It doesn't matter if you are an addict. It doesn't matter if you're using cocaine or, or, you know, the fentanyl pills or it really doesn't matter what it is that we're doing. Um, We are playing a game of Russian roulette here. And these are the reminders of what's at stake here. And I look back on my addiction and I always thought that one, I thought I was invincible, especially early on. Like I, I didn't really, I didn't really think that, um, I didn't think about the severe consequences that could really come from my using. I was just so hyper fixated on getting high and drinking that it was all I cared about. And I didn't really think everything through. And to be honest with you, nor did I really care to, uh, we have loved ones, we have people in our lives that it impacts. And when we are in that selfish mindset, we are just so um, urgent to getting what we want and getting what we need that a lot of times, you know, we do it at the cost of what everybody else needs and what everybody else wants. And addiction is one of the most selfish acts that we can Um, that we can really display and the wild part is that we think it's not we a lot of times as addicts we think that we're just impacting ourselves and it, it couldn't be further from the truth and you know when I hear of the people that didn't get to make it and people that are um you know really going through it and struggling and and um end up passing it just reminds me of of why the message the carrying a message of hope and helping people is just so crucial um you know it really just takes just a little bit of help a little bit of guidance and having a team on your side that are willing to pour into you and you could turn things around. You can make changes. It's never too late. And it's just really sad to hear that some people don't get that chance, you know. And I really should have been one of those people. There is no way 
that I should have made it out of my active using, you know what I mean? And I, I was as reckless as any user, uh, I was as reckless as anybody. And it was use first and ask questions later. And, and I didn't really put too much thought or care into what I was doing and how it impacted others. And, you know, I'm very fortunate that I was given another opportunity to, to live and not just live, but have a really fulfilling purpose-driven life and, and seeing life from a different lens. And, you know, a lot of times we look at our lives from a certain perspective. When, when we're using, we're in pain. When we're drinking, we're in some type of pain. And, and we might not even realize what that is. And we might not even think that we are. But the truth of the matter is that if we love ourselves, we do not trash our body. We do not poison ourselves. And that's what using is. Granted, it comes in the form of relief. It comes in the form of, um, you know, being uh, relieved and alleviation of, of some sort of discomfort, but it's poison. And um, we are harming not just ourselves and everybody else. And, and um, I just want to kind of give this message of hope that no matter how you're feeling right now, no matter how dark shit gets, when you are in that cycle, you can always turn things around. Always. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life, how bad you think it is, um, how much of a hole you seem to be in. There's always better days ahead if we so choose. But we need to become willing to make some changes and to um, become willing to get uncomfortable. If you want to stay comfortable and you're waiting for the perfect time, quote unquote, to get sober or to make a change, I'm telling you, it's not coming. There's no chance because using is comfortable for us. That is our comfort. Using and drinking is what we know how to do. And even though it leads to pain, we at least know the result from it. And we also know, uh, we know how to navigate the consequences that come uh, from it as well. And that's why it's so hard because even though we know it's, it leads to a really shitty place, and at least after a while we realize that, we realize that the consequences build up and it just creates more suffering, but it's also a very um, familiar place to be. So it's hard to break free from that as it should be. It should be hard. It's okay that things are hard. Things that are worthwhile are difficult to achieve. And that's what creates pride. That's what creates integrity. That's what creates, you know, discipline is doing things that are hard, doing things that are difficult to obtain, but doing it anyway for the, for the progress of yourself. That's what sobriety represents. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, it doesn't it's not something that comes easy to everybody. Otherwise, we would all be sober. You know what I'm saying? There wouldn't be anybody who would be struggling with addiction. But the truth of the matter is, if we want a life that is worth living and we want to uh, become the person that reaches our potential and become our best self, we have to take action. We have to be willing to do that. And, you know, look around. Look at your loved ones. Look at the people in your life that are supportive and have believed in you do you really want to fucking let them down and give up um, give up on on like 
the belief that they have in you by you continuing to use, you continuing to drink, someday you're not going to get another chance. Someday you do not get, you know, nine lives anymore. That's, that's the reality, especially this fentanyl shit. You know what I'm saying? There are no more nine lives. People are dropping dead after one time use. And so when you have people in your corner that really depend on you and love and care about you, we have to utilize that as fuel to get better. We have to use that as motivation to do what we need to do to at least get sober one day at a time. You know, I'll be the first to admit, you can't stay sober for other people. Eventually, it does need to become um, about yourself. You need to want to stay sober for you, no doubt about it. But you can use it as a strong motivation in the beginning to get clean. You can use other people uh, to motivate you to become your best self in the beginning until you learn how to love yourself, you know. Um, but, you know, hearing that, seeing that message today, it really just, it puts things in perspective that, you know, this kid, this young kid, he, he just robbed himself of, his, of the rest of his life. He just robbed himself of being a vessel to be able to, you know, be light for others. And he, and he robbed himself the opportunity to enjoy um, the true heights of life and what it could possibly be. And that's really what life is about. It's like, you know, why not push yourself to see what we're capable of? Our mind, it, it will instill fear and it will um, it will make us have doubts that we can have a good life and I'm telling you that there is a good life in sobriety there's fucking there's things going on in my life right now that I couldn't even dream of uh, when I was first getting clean it wouldn't have even made sense if you tried to tell me you know what I mean I would have never believed you either so there would have been no point of even trying to uh, explain to me what uh, the future held for me. If, if uh, you know, God himself tried telling me that, I wouldn't believe it. But, but obviously, you know, as I've stayed sober and, and just worked one day at a time towards um, the things that I've, I've wanted to achieve, it's like things just, you know, just doing the next right thing. It just, it just tends to work out, you know what I mean? And, um, Anybody that's listening, you know, you, the, the individual that is listening to this right now, like you got to understand there is so much more to your life than the struggle you're going through now. There's a reason why you're going through a struggle. There's a reason why uh, you feel pain from your using. Their using isn't working anymore, you know, and that you have to realize. There's nothing, there is not a single problem. There is not a single issue in your life that a drug or a drink is going to fix. Nothing. And accepting that as your truth is a really key factor in getting sober. If you truly accept that in your heart and you know long term there is nothing that it's going to fix, and even short term, it starts to not get fixed either because we just start to use to avoid withdrawals. At least that's how it becomes for some, right? Um, it doesn't do for us in the short term what it used to do either. So if we keep going to something that is creating more pain and we are looking for a solution out of it, 
it's fucking insanity. You know what I mean? It's just like I've talked about before, right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And there comes a time where we got to get off the merry-go-round and we take a look at the evidence and realize, you know what? I have to live a different way. I have to make a different choice here. I have to get plugged in. I need some type of help. I need some type of guidance because this is not working out. Um, I'm going to read you a quick little um, paragraph here in the book, The Art of Living. I love this book because it has so many uh, short snippets that are really powerful. This is, uh, this is on page 65 if anybody has this book. It's called Self-Mastery Depends on Self-Honesty. Know first who you are and what you're capable of. Just as nothing is great, excuse me, just as nothing great is created instantly, the same goes for the perfecting of our talents and aptitudes. We are always learning, always growing. It is right to accept challenges. This is how we pr uh, progress to the next level of intellectual, physical, or moral development. Still, don't kid yourself. If you try to be something or someone you are not, you belittle your true self and end up not developing in those areas that you would have excelled at quite naturally. Within the divine order, we each have our own special calling. Listen to yours and follow it faithfully. Now, what I love about this, it's so simple and it's like, you know, self, I love the title, it's just self-mastery depends on self-honesty. And the truth is, the more that we use, the more that we are just absolutely bullshitting ourselves. We know, if we're being honest with ourselves, we know it's not the answer. We know that it does not lead us to a place where we want to be. So what is the opposite of that? It's self-destruction. And it's because you are lying to yourself over and over and over again. We're looking for the answer in the place that we that is causing more pain. You're looking for the solution in the place that you lost it. Once I started getting high, I started to chase that high. I was hooked. I loved the feeling. And obviously, I didn't know at the time that it was going to lead down the path that it did. But as my addiction progressed, I knew that I wasn't heading down the right path. I knew that I was becoming somebody that I shouldn't have been. And you know, over the course of time, I was more dishonest with myself because I was not willing to accept that I could not use in the correct manner. And the more that we lie to ourselves, the more pain is created. It's like a fucking tornado, man. The, the wreckage that we leave from our using, not just to ourselves, but to others and to the people around us and the people that we come across on a daily basis, it has a massive ripple effect. And, you know, if we really want to achieve self-mastery, and what is self-mastery? The way that I look at self-mastery is just having peace of mind, having serenity, being proud of yourself, achieving goals and ambitions and, and progressing uh, like, it mentions, like it mentions here in this little uh, paragraph, you know, intellectually, uh, physically, moral development. If we want to become a master of self, we need to be willing to dive into the discomfort. We need to be willing to get uncomfortable. And there's no way around this. If you're going to continue doing what is comfortable, you will continue to suffer perpetually in perpetuity, you know, forever. 
it, it, you cannot have the type of life that you want while also you know, simultaneously being unwilling to get uncomfortable. Because growth only comes in discomfort. That is it. You know what I mean? And so, but also what comes from that discomfort is being proud of, of having to earn something. You know, when we're using, we're not earning anything. We're just chasing dopamine. We're just, we're just chasing pleasure. And chasing pleasure like that just leads to more pain because it's not earned. And any type of... Uh, any type of reward, any type of dopamine that we receive that isn't earned, it leads to pain. It leads to, uh, as, as long as we chase it, as long as we continue to chase that, it becomes a, a transaction. It's not something that is earned through hard work. You know, So it's not that dopamine is a bad thing, but if dopamine comes uh, in easy access that we don't have to work over, that leads to suffering because we're trying to fill something internally through a transaction. Whereas if I'm building a business, if I'm working out uh, hard in the gym, if I'm working towards goals, I have to earn that. And, I, and that creates pride. That creates a sense of, of self-worth. Whereas when you're chasing pleasure, something like eating donuts all day or eating cheap food that tastes really good or you know, um, or uh, drugs and alcohol, uh, so on and so forth, right? Um, this does not lead to our best self. And as a result, our self-worth goes down because we have not truly earned it. So the point that I'm making here is no matter, no matter what, you have to understand what's at stake here. And the truth is, is we really want to become our best selves in this life. We all know that. We all know internally that there is a good life waiting for us if we just put in the work, if we get around the right people, if we detach from these negative vices that are fucking destroying our lives. That's what drugs and alcohol will do to people like you and me because we don't moderate. We don't know how to do that. We chase that instant gratification and it becomes all we could focus on, you know, and we have to realize, man, like there's just so much at stake here and the people in our lives who love us, they're the ones that pay the biggest price because they don't get an escape. You know, there is no, um, there is no relief for them. They get to worry about us while we're using and, and, you know, while we're off in la-la land and getting to escape and getting high and getting drunk. They're worried about us. And, uh, and eventually it takes our lives. That's the truth of the matter. It takes our lives. And, uh, and then they're the ones being left in pain, you know. So um, I just wanted to share you that, share that with you today. And, and it really just got me thinking. And, you know, a lot of times we are not, really thinking about things from the the big picture here, but that is the truth of the matter. And so um, if you could rate this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate it. It's the only way that we can get this message out here. I don't run ads um, or anything like that. So if you can share this podcast with someone who is struggling, I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you could rate the podcast, uh, that would be great as well. Um, if you are struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. And I will see you on the next one.